Welcome to season one of Stuck in the Mud, the podcast. My name is John Proctor, and I'm going to be opening up my new book, Stuck in the Mud, Stories of Hope for When You're Stuck. If you're interested in buying the book, it's on general release, uh, which means you can order it from anywhere that sells books, and it's also available on digital platforms as well. During the series, I'm going to be focusing on the first six chapters, which might sound like I'm teasing content a little bit, but when you read the whole book, I hope you'll understand why talking about reading the book. I won't be spoiling the stories by reading them in this podcast. Instead, I'm going to be jumping further into each chapter to get to the heart of things. In this episode, I'm going to be reading from chapter two, which is all about humility. But before we get on with that, let's open up this topic a little bit. Do you ever struggle with balancing your needs and the needs of others? Of course, Sometimes we have plans and needs and responsibilities which we have to put above other people. But there are times when we know there are things going on around us which we deliberately ignore. There's an old saying, turning a blind eye, which comes to mind here. I think we often associate this saying with extreme circumstances, but it's closely associated with similar words and phrases like to gloss over or to leave out overlook or ignore we turn a blind eye because we don't want to get involved or we're too busy with our own problems and plans but we ignore often because we're simply just acting selfishly the worst thing is that we can become so wound up with our own needs that we end up overlooking ignoring or turning a blind eye to the people closest to us as well now with all that in mind let's Uh, pick up from midway through chapter two. In this part of the book, I'm beginning to open up a passage from the book of Mark. In Mark 5, Jesus is on an amazing journey with his disciples when he ends up healing three people. There's a demon-possessed man, a woman who's been bleeding for a long time, and a little girl who might have died. I think the popular narrative with this passage is one about Jesus's power and authority over spiritual realms, sickness and death. These are my favourite themes too. However, in all three stories, there are also massive distractions, all of which threaten to derail what Jesus is capable of doing. Imagine how lame the stories would be if they were about missed opportunities due to extenuating circumstances. The story of a legion of demons that was impossible to sort out. Or the story of a crowd where Jesus met no one in particular. And my personal favourite, the story of when Jesus met some mourners. Classic. In all three cases, Jesus allows nothing to stop him from getting to the person in need. He sets the man free, heals the woman and restores a little girl to health. I know he's Jesus and so the bar's set really high, but I have to admit to at least two situations in recent days when I let obstacles stop me from caring about another person. One time I even wanted the distraction to prevent the contact altogether. This kind of attitude really isn't good enough and honestly if I want to see God break through in my life and in the lives of people around me then I've got to be better than that. When I decided to write this book I knew I had a tough job on my hands. Despite being a passionate storyteller I'm not really a massively strong reader. I will though read and read and read for my children. Why would that be remarkable? 
It's not really. I love them. If I were to unpack it, I'd have to conclude that I have no problem being childlike with my children. In my living room, there are loads of books that I'll probably never read, but in my kids' rooms, there are books that open up their imagination, and I just love the response that I get from the time we spend together. I love the fun we have, and I love the messing around. I just love the whole thing, including pretending to fall asleep at the end of classic bedtime stories where the main character typically has a great big stretch and a great long yawn and then falls fast asleep. Now, does that specific act of storytelling in the bedtime routine mean something because of the activity? No, obviously not. When we're together sharing an experience in this way, it's about the relationship. It's always significant, always intimate, always missed when time beats us, and always starts with me putting down something that I might think might be more important for their sake. Okay, that's where I'm going to leave this episode for now. And let me just finish with an encouragement to you. There is so much joy to be found in relationship when you give yourself to those around you, when you think of yourself as less, looking first to the needs of others. This is Christ's attitude, and there's a deep well of joy for us when we do the same. Thanks so much for listening. Stuck in the Mud's available now, and I really hope that you connect with me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at John Proctor Author. And I really hope to see you soon.